Well, as you can tell, I've come back to modern civilization today. I'm back in Tintwistle and I'm back where I finished with Casa on Wednesday. We're just uh, leaving Pixies, cross the road, and we're going to walk past a delightful shed that is Tintwistle Parish Council. Um, I'm with Billy Wardle, who is uh, Tintwistle local. What, shall I, what? How do you describe yourself, Billy? Well, after 20 years here, I wouldn't. Uh... I'd still describe myself as a bit of an outsider, to be honest. <laughs> Do you know what? There's a running theme about that, I think. I think it takes 30 before you're accepted. I'm never going to meet an actual local <laughs> in the whole of this 28 days. Well, they won't talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. <laughs> Today, we're walking through Tim Whistle. We're going to walk from Pixies um, to a place called, uh, well, I guess it's Ebenezer Memorial Garden. What, what is it officially um, called? It's on the old Do you know, lane. I don't know. Uh, it's opposite <laughs> Ebenezer Chapel. Which a lot of people uh, won't have heard of. Yeah, that's the old Wesleyan Chapel, which I think was connected to the to the kind of village that sprung up at um, at Rhodeswood when they were building the resis. Yeah. And I think they built the chapel so that those guys could have somewhere to come and worship. The place where I live um, was built by the by Christ Church, the old school in front of the church there. And that was built, I think it's 18, 1841. Yeah. And I think the church was built about 1837. And it was built for the poor kids of the village, the mill workers' children and that. And it was somewhere for them to, uh, uh, to send the kids to school. Um, I've been there about 20 years. And it stopped being a school about 22, 23 years ago. Um, and I bought it off the church and, and renovated it. And... Uh, I've been there ever since. <laughs> You've done an amazing job. I mean, it had a headmaster's um, house as well, yeah, didn't it? Yeah, but the church, I think a lot of people will drive past this on the Woodhead Pass. It's very prominent, isn't it? Yeah, when you're down at Bottoms yeah. Reservoir, you can see the church up on the top. Yeah, you can see it from just about everywhere, to be honest. Um, all around the valley, um, if you're up on the tops, you can, you can usually get a glimpse of it. Um, Unfortunately, these days, there's only a service every, I think it's every three weeks there now, because um, they have a shared vicar. So shared with Hollingworth? With Hollingworth, yeah. Uh, so the bells don't wake me up every Sunday morning anymore with a hangover. <laughs> I was going to say, actually, one of the things I've noticed when I've been out walking is sometimes I hear bells, and I'm sure they're coming from Timpwistle Way. Well. But I can't work out where are the bells. Well, yeah, the clock tower up there, and uh, you can see it from here. Just on the left, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, uh, there's also bats up in there as well. And you see them flying around um, as soon as it warms up a bit. In fact, I've had a couple come in the house before, which is a bit scary. Oh, no, Especially would, when you see no. the shadow against the, against the roof. And, and the it look, feels quite urban here. Bigger. You wouldn't yeah. really be thinking that you're going to be dealing with bats yeah, in a place like yeah. this. Well, there's lots of... Uh, in, the, in the churchyard here, there's, um, I've seen deer, I've seen badgers. Um, there's owls living there as well. And you can often hear them. And this time of year, you can hear all the birds as well um, as they start to nest and that. So I could hear an owl this morning and then in another couple of weeks' time, you can hear them now, actually. Um, it gets really loud with, the, uh, with all the birds as they, as they make the nests and what have you. Mm. And I'm just going to peer over here. As part of my research, and I have to say that 
Billy lent me a lot of books to help do a lot of reading for this. Uh, I think me and Billy have more books than Manchester Archives and Derbyshire <laughs> Records together. We have a, a, a very detailed collection. But one of the... Um, I was looking at interesting people of Tint Whistle, really, because obviously this was quite significant, as I'm going to get into in later episodes, with the mills around here. There was a lot of action here. There were a lot of people in the late 1800s. But one of the interesting people I spotted when I was researching um, poets in this area, there was a book put together by a Thomas Middleton um, who curated a collection of poets from East Cheshire. And there was a chap just behind one of the trees that's kind of in the middle of the, of the, the, um, the graveyard called Reverend A. Page. Oh. And he was vicar of this church for 27 years, I think it was. Um, and he left, he went over to Rushholm um, to finish off his career. But when he died, um, he came, um, he was buried here because the locals loved him so much. He was buried with his first wife, later his second wife and daughter joined him. But this was the place that was close to his heart because he helped hundreds of families during the cotton famine stay alive. They were starving. I knew I'd learned something, Claire. <laughs> and the whole town turned that, out for yeah. his funeral. Yeah. And um, it took me a while to find it, but it's just on the outer edge, just behind those trees. And um, I cleared a load of the moss away and you can see the words that are ri- yeah. written on it. So there's lots of interesting things and interesting people, almost too many. And I understand that, you know, this isn't um, a place where people can be buried anymore because... The shop's full, as they yeah. say. But, of course, <laughs> recently there was Vivian Westwood who had her funeral held here with her family. Um, and, yeah, they, you know, while some of her family members are here, she couldn't be buried here. So, yeah. It's She's buried nearby, though. Nearby, yeah. exactly. So, oh, I'm going to come climb back down. Obviously, I mean, you can walk through that that churchyard can't you so yeah, yeah. if people that want to go and yeah. have a look that's it's all amazing the, that's all conservation area from this wall back up into the village and rightly so if there's so much yeah. wildlife when, when we renovated the school um, we had to drop the old roof and in the in the attic space there were hundreds of um, old leaflets mm. um, from uh, well they were from missionaries and they were all about converting people in Africa to Christianity so I don't know what they were doing up there, but there were thousands of them and uh, old Bibles, all sorts of strange things. Um, so they must have been sending missionaries out from the school, I think, to, wow. to various places. I did give some of them to the, to the, uh, to the vicar at the time. Um, I don't know where they are these days, but yeah. it'd be quite interesting if you could find them and that. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of the things that we, we did get to see together was um, Tony at Tintwistle Parish Council opened the door and showed us the maps, didn't he, of some of the workings of the reservoir from the planners at the time for Manchester Corporation works. And I always find that interesting because there obviously were a number of pubs along Woodhead yeah, Pass. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. You could do a hell of a pub crawl between Tintwistle and Crowdnar, I believe. Um, <laughs> well, probably you need to, though, if you're on foot. Yeah, or, or in a carriage or whatever. Um, I think there's just one left now, isn't there? And then we've got uh, the Liberal Club and the Conservative Club and the, and, uh, the Bull's Head still going. Yeah. If you walk around the village, you can see the site of uh, several other pubs. Um, there was the Black Bull as well, which was in the village. And then the Beehive, which was just along the main road. So that's another two that I know about. Church Inn was uh, at the, the top of, Inn, of New course. Inn. Yeah, um, New Road, one. sorry, yep. And we had a chippy, um, but that's gone now. 
I find it really interesting because I think a lot of people who might be listening to this might be, I don't know, say from Glossop or Hadfield, and you do get kind of stuck in your place, you know, even me at the bottom of the, you know, the hill down in Hadfield, it, it's, you've got everything that you need there, so yeah. you don't really come up the hill, do you? But I think as I've started to come up here more and meet you and meet other people, I've found that actually there's a lot more to Tint Whistle than I thought. Yeah. Hello, good morning to you too. Well, I first came here as a kid. Um, um, I didn't live in Glossop or around here, but my dad used to come fly fishing on the resies. Um, and I re that's my first kind of memory of the place, was probably 1975, something like that. Um, my dad used to drive down and, uh, and go fishing. And um, when I was walking around the resies, when I moved up here, I suddenly realised, uh, you know, it brought back the kind of childhood memories, and I realised where, where we'd been going at the time, fishing with my dad. And it's a brilliant place. I mean, we're kind of facing towards Hadfield. We can see the mast on yeah, top of Bankswood. That's, yeah, this that's, is that's almost Mouselow your there. view, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, Mouselow was an interesting area yeah, for archaeology. Yeah. They stayed up there at one point there was a castle. Um, and then this whole section here where, you know, the end of Bottoms Reservoir is, which, you know, the sound of this place changes all the time when yeah. there's water, when there isn't water, when there's water coming through the basin. When the fountain goes here, um, that, you can hear that at night, you know. That's actually from the old measuring bowl uh, basin for the... Um, they used to measure the amount of water that went down the Etherow because mm. um, they had to make sure there was enough water to drive the mills further downstream, I think. Um, from what I've read and that's people often ask what the fountain is for but that's basically what he was doing was mm. measuring the well and the still of water. for yeah it you still know, goes, they, yeah. as far as I know United Utilities have to keep on top of yeah. the river levels because yeah. you know if they don't replenish the river they can get in trouble is what I understand but hopefully I'll find out more about that if I get to I speak always, to some I of the engineers try, I, I sometimes try to think well yeah or, or imagine what it was like before the resis really and it's uh there are one or two old photographs that I've seen, and you showed me a, a picture of this place from 18, I think it was 52, which is the oldest picture I've ever seen of, yeah. of, of where I live. Um, but trying to imagine that there's a huge mill uh, in Bottoms Resi there, is, uh, it's hard to imagine now. And there was just a little street, uh, just a river, that, the River Etherow that drove the mill there. Um, and it's hard to imagine that these days. Um, but there are photographs, some really old photographs of that. Mm. And obviously you look down across the valley towards Hadfield and um, that was a huge mill down there as well, um, yeah, which, which I think burnt down. Uh, bridge mill, yeah, yeah so we're going to be yeah. finding out more about that next week actually uh, with Kate Rain from the Glossop Heritage Trust who loves talking about mills. Yeah. What Kate doesn't know, know about the mills isn't worth knowing. But I mean, I suppose even the view of Hadfield and actually, you know, the, the street where I live, the houses were about 1892 yeah. so i found some of the um the maps going back to even 1907 of hadfield in fact you lent me those yeah, didn't you yeah. and that i mean it looks like we were the new housing estate on the yeah, block yeah. which is crazy now when you think of how much more housing which yeah. is a different podcast i suppose it's, it's amazing <laughs> to see when you see the pictures as well even from like um 1980 or whatever none of these trees hardly were here it's, it's almost a bare landscape around the reservoirs and now it's a mass of, uh, of different trees and, uh, and bushes and that which have grown. Um, even since I've been here in 20 years, these trees have, um, on Bank Lane have grown about 20 feet. Mm. Um, I used to be able to see all the way down the valley, but now it, 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 
You can't see down that way. Yeah. This bank lane, which we're just about to cross, so we're going to take um, a gate here and then jump over the other side. Well, I think... What, what is... So what was Bank Lane? Because it is actually the Peak District boundaries yeah, I discovered is, yeah. the other day. Yeah, it's the National Park boundary. I don't know whether it's on this walk boundary as well, is it? Uh, the boundary walk, I presume it is, It's isn't it? kind but, of. Um, yeah. The gate that we're about to go through the opposite way, that's where um, the boundary walk comes yeah. through. But Bank Lane, it's almost like... A very old lane. At well, the top, I understand there were some rumours about witches is where... Well, the, the locals, were, as far as I'm aware, used to call it Bonky Brew, but I, I won't go into reasons why, but <laughs> I'm not... <laughs> I can use your imagination. <laughs> it's a bit sad, really, because they've just tarmacked it. You can see all the old cobble sets as well. Just Yes. Uh, Thanks very much for letting us pass. Cheers. Oh, 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 there are a couple of dog walkers go past. Morning, morning. That's a very lively dog right there. So, sorry, what were you saying? Yeah, I, I mean, a, a couple of years back, it was still cobbled sets all the way down here, but they've just tarmacked it for some reason, which ah. uh, is a, a bit of a shame, but I guess it makes it safer for, for people. So we're walking up Bank Lane then. Um, God, it's a steep one, isn't it? Do you know, it's funny that um, Vivian Westwood went to school um here as a child and mm. then um with the punk connections if you look at the graffiti on the wall here pil public image limited <laughs> and the skids so uh obviously with a punk connection somebody's uh I don't, it could have been her that did it i don't know <laughs> <laughs> on the left hand side of the dry stone wall yeah yeah oh i mean all kinds of different you know buildings as we kind of reach the main road i mean it might get quite noisy with some of the traffic but you know the old sunday school building looks absolutely amazing there's chapel brow as well this this green gate here claire is where the kids used to come into the school so they come down bank lane yeah Yeah, that goes up the steps and that that will be the way the the village kids came in you can actually see gonna knock it there you go you can actually see there there's a bit of a an engraving there what does I it even it, say? PGS? T, T, TPCS, which I think is Tintwistle Parish Church School, what somebody's carved in the stone. Oh, that's that's a good guess, I reckon. Might be wrong. No, I reckon that, that's pretty good. There's a date stone in the wall here as well, somewhere. I don't know whether we can see it now. See, and there's so many people who just walk past this wall and never it's really. It's got 1841 think in this it. wall somewhere. It's like, where's Wally? <laughs> Sometimes I see it, sometimes not, but it is there, trust me. <laughs> so we're just going to get to the top. Oh, wow. 18, we'll see if you can spot that if you walk in this area. 18. I guarantee you probably won't. So I've got to ask you something. Um, although now I feel that I, I'm not sure you're the right person to ask because you're not properly local. <laughs> what is what is this business about tinsel versus tint whistle versus tint whistle with an h which one is it is it only people who are local can say tinsel tinsel well i guess so if they put an h in it when they spell it they're not from round here (laughs) so okay right so the best we can all do right with an h but then some of the old maps have an h in Ah. but that means they're just not from here either i think so yeah (laughs) I don't know how it spells it on the 1897 map. I think it's uh, I think it's as it is now. Well, we're going to cross the top of Bank Lane and then go up um, a cobbled path, um, heading towards where the stocks are to Bull's Head. 
And what we're going to try and do today, instead of walking around the reservoirs, are we good? Oh, oh, oh. We, we're going to go and kind of go almost above them <laughs> and get yeah. a nice view of them. Um, and if you are here, then you can have a Pixie's coffee to start and a pint at the Bulls to finish. Yeah. So, you know, I guess that's what people like, isn't it, well, for that's a good what walk? I do. <laughs> so, I mean, what I'm really that's fascinated about you, Billy, is you are as geeky as me in that you're just naturally curious and like, well, what's that? Where's that come from? I love the fact that when you go out walking or you're on your bike, you're looking at kind of weird bricks and weird stones yeah. and what, you know, why are you so fascinated about where you live? Because actually there are a lot of people who don't know all this. Well, I, I'm fascinated with the rocks really. Millstone grit, it's yeah. great to climb on, which I used to do when I was younger with a couple of friends of mine. And I just find the, the moors as well are very quiet over this side. Um, so you can walk around here and you, you know, you don't see anybody all day. And it's a lot busier when you go over uh, the Glossop side, Doctor's Gate and all those paths. This building here is the old workhouse, I think. So it's just behind the bull's head? Yeah, well, it's pretty much where the stops are. very old are. building, I understand. But I'm pretty sure it's the workhouse. It's marked on the map as well. Um, you can see the original stone lintels and that in there. It's a yeah. really beautiful old building. I do think there are a lot of wonderful buildings the in next, Tint Whistle. Yeah, the next, the next one's here, next to it. Um, they're all weavers' cottages. You can see the three-story uh, buildings there. Yeah. So they, they'd have the, um, the spinning or the weaving sheds on the top floor. For the light, basically. Yeah, well, that's basically where they'd work, up on the top there. Mm. So, they, you know, before they, the big mills were built, they were, they were working in the top of the cottages, I guess. Yeah. And then right in front, at the top of the cobble street, that's the old manor house. That was all one big uh, building. Um, and that, I think, is probably the oldest kind of stone building in the village. Um, and I think it used to be quite an important place then. It, it obviously wasn't in Derbyshire when that was built. Um, it was in Cheshire. Um, but it was quite a significant um, uh, place, really, for, for the area. Mm. Um, I can't remember the date it was built originally. I think it was uh, 1580 or something like that. And then the cottages next to it, as you can see, they look very old as well. Yeah. I think that building there used to be one of the toll houses. Um, this is the a usual one, yeah, to the left, isn't it? It's kind yeah. of got a pointed and roof. I think, yeah, I think, this, well, the, the old turnpike used to come through here. Yeah. Um, and I think they took tolls there. And then obviously you've got the village green with the war memorial. This is quite an important square, isn't it? I mean, yeah. in modern day, this is an area that's still used quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. I what mean, happens here today? Well, um, obviously, remembrance? yeah, Remembrance Sunday. I mean, it's astonishing the number of people who turn up. Um, there's hundreds of people. Um, and there's some quite recent um, names of, of people who passed away in, in Northern Ireland in, in, in the conflicts there and, uh, and back to World War One. Then obviously you've got the stocks here which I don't think are original. <laughs> but uh, I, when you look at the old maps, I th and, and a couple of people have said, I think there was a police station actually built in this square. So I'm not exactly sure where. Well, they haven't got far to take the, uh, yeah. the criminal into the stocks, have they? No, no. And it is called Stocks Brow. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And then obviously you've got the pub on the, on the right-hand side, um, which uh, 
which is kind of the centre of the village, the old village really, um, the Bull's Head. And I suppose it still is the centre of the village in, in some ways. Well, it is for me. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about that. <laughs> and, um, I mean, I wonder these, how... These guys have a festival every year as well, uh, the Bull Fest, as they call it, which is really good fun. Yeah. And they kind of, all this area is full of people and they have bands on in, uh, in the outside area here. Um, and that's always good fun. So the road we're walking on now is known as... Old Road? Yeah, this is Old Road. So we've just come from New Road yeah, outside so this Pixies is the original and this is Old Road. Road that came through the village, yeah. So is this the turnpike? Yeah, I think so, yeah. You can see the pub where it used to be, there used to be a cottage here attached to it on the end, that, but that's now part of the pub. And oh, I see, so this, some, uh, this was a door. Yeah, yeah. I never and noticed that's the original, that. Um, the original door into the pub. Mm-hmm. You've got to mind your head if you're tall. <laughs> And then Not a problem. the actual bull's head on the wall there, which I think was moved from around the other side of the pub. If you look up there. Yep. There is a bull. There is a bull, yeah. Wow. So it's, uh, it's a wood really pigeon agreeing. Yeah. This old road, I mean, it's, it's brilliant, isn't it? What I really love is this idea about, you know, retracing paths of people who for hundreds of years have walked this path. Yeah. You imagine, like, if it's 150 years ago, what would be wearing? And there is another... There is a... Um, there is another toll cottage where they used to take the, the uh, fares from the carriages and the carts and that further along. And Chapel Brow here, this cobble street down to the right, um, there used to be a church just down there, which they knocked down. Um, I'm not quite sure why, it's before I moved here. And uh, there's a little graveyard down there where uh, Vivian Westwood's buried. And you know, we're getting a taste of what the view's going to be like. For these yeah. people live here, get this view all the time, but we're going to get a taste of that when we go to this, um, you know, memorial garden. As well, if you look carefully, I can't quite read what's up on the church there. You've got better eyes so, mm, looks like it could be 1832. Hello. Do you live in one of these houses here? No. Oh. Oh wow, what a job though. I know, yeah, it's gorgeous, isn't it? Is it all renovated inside or is it quite yeah, old? It, it's quite modern, yeah it is, it's quite modern downstairs. It's yeah. very spacious. And it, is it still a church? Yeah. yeah. yeah oh, I didn't know that, wow. I can't read the sign up there. 1832, 1853, rebuilt 1820 at the Jubilee. Um, enlist, established or enlisted 1853. Well, if anyone's got better eyesight, please get in touch. Well, we'll let you get on with your job. What are you doing? Oh, well, we're just going for a walk and talking about tales of Longdendale. So me and Billy are walking from Pixies to the Ebenezer Chapel and just stopping and looking at all the buildings. I know. It's amazing. I don't think it's used enough, to be honest. It's got a fantastic function room upstairs. It's huge. And I think mums and tots use it. But um, United Reform Church now then, isn't it? Yeah. 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 You can have a look to show you in. Yeah, we'd love to have a little look. Do you know I've never been well, in? I've been here 20 years, I've never been in. I wow. I shouldn't say that, here. should I? I didn't even know it was here. I've lived 35 years here. <laughs> this is the point of doing a podcast, isn't it? We just I'm find out. <laughs> yes, we'll find out. Right, we'll, we'll go in. Obviously, if you're listening, you might not be able to see this. The snowdrops are just outside as well. I love this. Warmer days are coming, Billy. I know. Right, walking through a big, huge green door. And yes, it is quite modern, modern doors. It's all the doors have been redone. I mean, I think it's probably like um, people that come that have, you know, given the time and stuff. Yeah. To, it, 
Toilet's all modern. Lovely red carpet here. Nicely clean. Yes, it is, yes. <laughs> and we come in at the right time. Is that how this works? And now we're just walking into the church. So, yeah, it's definitely got a maroon colour to it, hasn't it? And yeah. it's really kind of quite warm and cosy for a yeah. church. Yeah, you nice. know, red it's kind of metal chairs. We can still imagine what it was like, can't you, back in yeah. the day and that, yeah. There's always little clues, isn't there? Like above the door we've just walked yeah. in, well, these, you know, the these, windows. These, um, I guess these are the pillars. iron, aren't they? And so you're opening a really old door here. And yeah, wow, I mean, look, look at how that. old that is. It's a real... Wow. A very old red door. I mean, we'll let you crack on with, with your job, but thank you so much for letting us come and peer in. Do you know what? Just whilst we're here, I'm going to take a photo. Right, well, we'll leave you, leave you be. What was your name, by the way? Oh, it's Beth. Beth, thank you <laughs> so much. <laughs> and now you're in a podcast. Oh, well, I bet God. you never thought about that, did you, today? <laughs> Thanks so much. We really appreciate you'll it. The, you'll, you'll get the royalties in that. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's continue our walk. Yeah. <laughs> Take care, Beth. Bye. There's another date still not there on that cottage. So we just come out, yeah. So 1847, I reckon that says. And the names of the people who built it, I guess. Oh, the initials HTA. Yeah, beautiful street. This I love this street. Only because you told me about this place did I come up here the other day, and I thought I've got to bring the podcast here. One of these uh, buildings used to be um, the Black Bull Pub, but I'm not sure which one it was. What fascinates me, you know, some of them that have kind of got the semicircle stones over the top. I do like this blue door, though. It says, on this site, September the 5th, 1782, nothing happened. <laughs> someone's someone's actually, got a good sense of humour. there's another date stone up there as well, 1725, I think that says. Well, this looks like a Georgian house, doesn't it? Yeah. And with an old barn on it. I, I suspect this was the pub. Torside Barn, it says, because, and High Stones House. Yeah, I, I suspect this might have been the old pub, one of these buildings, because that looks like it's an old stable building there. And so you maybe... would think, if it's an old road, they'd put, put the, the horses yeah, there. Exactly, yeah. Quarryside Barn is on, yeah. on the left. Be honestly, it's just... I'd never ever come up this road until you said to me, go for a walk yeah. down Old Lane. So this I appreciate is, this that. This is the old well. So they, they, they still dress this at Easter, well dressing. And the local kids and that dress it and it looks amazing. I mean, well dressing is something, yeah. it's almost quite, quite it's specific. Thing, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's a Midlands thing. Is it? Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it's uh, right now, it's not the prettiest of wells, is it? But I imagine... I mean, there is a bit of water there, but I'm not sure I fancy this, drinking no, that. This this used to come down. I've traced the old pipelines down, and it used to come all the way down from Robinson Spring, which is up on Tintwistle now. Yeah. And you can see, if you follow it, you can see some of the old pipework there, and it actually comes all the way down to here and to another place a bit further down. So that would have provided the water before the reservoirs were built. Um, the water came down from, from Robinson Spring for Tintwistle in this area. And Robinson Spring actually is a place where I'm going to visit later on uh, when I'm heading out with a chap called Alan Clark to talk about some of the plane crash sites that were up on Tintwistle Nah, You can find Robinson Spring actually on the Ordnance Survey map as well. So yeah. dig your OL1 out and have a look. Yeah. Well, we're walking pretty high up now and I can see Ebenezer Chapel is on the corner. 
in front of us. Still all these dry stone walls with lovely lichen and different colours of moss all around. And on the right now, you can start to see we're higher up, we can see the water, we can see my favourite pink and um, peak nays in the yeah. distance. And actually at the moment, it's quite quiet. It's not too noisy here. I always think with the Woodhead Pass, how much yeah. traffic goes there now. I mean, one of my favourite little things I read in a book that you lent me was... Um, the the turning which comes up towards Bull's Head, I'm not quite sure the road of it, it's a turning um, off the Woodhead um, Pass. It's now just got a sign which would tell you if Woodhead Pass is closed. But back in the day, there used to be a man in uniform who would salute every car that passed to go down Woodhead Pass. Could you imagine if they were I, doing that now? I'd like that kind of job now, Claire, to be honest. That's <laughs> but now, you know, it just, it really shows how things change because he probably only saluted, what, I don't know, 10, 20 cars a day? <laughs> I think it was busier than what people think. Yeah. Um, you know, it was the main road between, uh, between Cheshire over into South Yorkshire. And uh, I think, um, you know, the old Salt Road came through as well originally. So it was quite busy in those days. Yeah. Um, people think it's a very quiet place, but... Um, no, this is, this is exactly what Roger was saying to us yesterday. Yeah. And it always has been, so... Beautiful old cottages here. They really are great. And then we're coming up to where there's a stone which says 119, and just beyond these higher stone walls is Ebenezer Chapel, which is now a place where people live, so it's not one that you can go and wander up to the front door and walk around but you know it's, it's the wall is like really high I mean it's even higher than Billy put it that way I mean I know that high for me is not that high but you know these black kind of iron gates and then it says we just stand at the bottom of the gates now um 121 little ebby is the marking on it the same kind of um pattern that was in the united reform church actually above the door and then ebenezer chapel erected for the wesleyan methodists 1830 and the cross on the top's amazing isn't it it is beautiful and i mean we're not going to go in because it's where somebody lives but we can see there are gravestones in their front garden but let's finish up just across the way here because this is a place that i don't think many people know about and it's just the best place to sit i mean it's a bit windy and a bit cold today but i imagine to watch the the sunrise or sunset or something must be quite nice here yeah it's a lovely view you could bring a cold drink i have to say during lockdown people did come up here to sit outside quite a bit so we're going through a little gate and there's two benches it's all paved (laughs) (laughs) yeah thorn thorn shaven it says here and there are some memorials yeah. for bikers because the other side of this wall, just down the embankment, is where the Woodhead passes. Yeah. So it's this quite... stone here, this Torshaven. Torshaven is the uh, is the capital of the Faroe Isles, and uh, I often wondered, uh, you know, why, why this this stone was there. And I think it was Alan Clark who wrote the aircraft uh, wrecks uh, book uh, that Claire's talking to. He said he thought it was from uh, it was some old servicemen that put the stone in who were stationed in the pharaohs during world war ii mm. i think the british fleet was kind of up there around that area um and a lot of people served up in uh, in the pharaoh isles at the time mm. and he reckons maybe those guys put the stone in the uh, some guys from tin twistle served up there and they put the stone as a as a memorial or a reminder of, of what what happened up there in mm. the war i've never found any other explanation well that makes sense 
I love the view that's in front of us. So you start to hear some of the traffic yeah. is passing, but down on um, below us is the old engine sheds, which is where I started my walk with Matt um, the other day. You may have heard us walking around Bottoms um, along towards Vale House Reservoir. And now we can see the old engine sheds. And it really does look so straight. Like, you know, you can imagine there, you know, being these huge trains kind of going in and out of there 150 years ago when they were yeah. building the reservoirs. This was the railway line which built the reservoirs, not the same one as the Longdendale but again even though the the Longdendale trail which is the you know the old passenger line that went from Manchester to Sheffield you can see whenever I've 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 kind of dabbled in a bit of painting and I enjoy drawing the shapes of all the walls and the fields yeah. but particularly the tree line because the tree line is the giveaway for where the Longdendale trail is which yeah, I'll be walking line, a lot yeah. for this podcast yeah Right in, the, right in the far distance, if you look right across um, to the south, um, you can see the furthest hill that you see is Kinder Corner. And oh, then, I see. And then, in the horizon, and then yeah. The, then the one before that is, is Wormstones and, uh, and Mill Hill. And then to your left, obviously, as you said before, you can see Peaknays. Yeah. And then Brammer Edge as well is the is the steep escarpment to the left. The brown as well. bit, basically. There's, there's an aircraft crash up there, which Alan will, will tell you about as well. Mm. And then Devil's Elbow, which I'm sure you've got some stories about. Claire. Oh yeah, I'll reveal that. <laughs> it's been great to kind of walk this with you and see it through your eyes, and you learnt a few new things. Absolutely. I can't believe that <laughs> I taught you or got you into some places. If you don't ask, you don't get, do you? But that is the point of. I suppose this podcast is being curious and saying, oh, well, yeah, yeah. how are you doing? For, What's in yeah, there? I'm looking forward to some of the others, especially Alan's as well, the, the, the plane crash ones I'm really interested in. Yeah. Well, look, we, um, we will put some pins of some of the things we've talked about um, on this podcast on the digital map, which you can find online at londondaletales.co.uk. And um, yeah, that kind of just about rounds up um, the kind of walk and talks with the guests for this week. But tomorrow uh, we'll have a story told by the actress Cordelia Howard. Um, and then Sunday, a soundscape as well from uh, the other end of the reservoirs. So do make sure you come back. Plenty more episodes for us to get into. Get a cup of tea or maybe put your walking boots on and join us wherever you are. Take care. Bye bye.